Hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's Seismic Cinema podcast. So put your feet up on your Jabin bag. Get it? <laughs> Grab loads of rocks and throw them at people, and prepare to smile and cry with us for the next 40 to 50 minutes. Yes, looking forward to this one, even though it's been an ordeal to get the live stream up and going because of me and my terrible laptop. Yeah, sorry for being a few minutes late, Paul. Uh, held us up so yeah that's well, been crashing for the last half hour that was the thing Hold on, i'm just going to share i'm just going to share it on my facebook like i normally do Ooh, i should put that as well yeah so we are doing a reaction to the finale of kenobi which has came far too soon i'm so sad it's over but you weren't you weren't saying that a couple of weeks ago yeah, opinions change. Opinions change. <laughs> they do indeed. Right. Oh god, I'm watching the mind. Try to do that. Can I do that? Can I focus on doing this and that? So that is what it is. Huh? So, we just get into it. Yeah, on my go. Where do we start with this one? Oh, I don't know. There's so much. Should we just. Oh. Just... Just our favourite moments, and we'll just riff off that. Yeah. I should probably mention also about uh, we're meant to have Ryan on from Thoughts About Star Wars, but he's had a bit of a bereavement, so he can't make it. So our thoughts are with him in the next in the coming days. Yep. Send our best wishes, and thanks for the nice message. Oh. So... Well, we start with a bunch of flying rocks, your display name. Yeah, so did we ever find out what that planet was that they landed on? No. Did we not? Oh, okay. That's how that's how top tier the research was here. <laughs> I've literally not listened to any other stuff before this. Have you? I've listened to a couple. I've got the episode on in the background right now. Yeah, me too, actually. Me too. I was so, watching, watching it while I was waiting on you. Yeah, so it was quite good because at the start there was two kind of separate, two separate plots going on at the same time. So it was obviously Vader was chasing Kenobi and the gang, and Reva was hunting down Luke using our newfound information. Yeah. This this review is going to be overall positive from my point of view, but as you know, because we watched it together, I wasn't a massive fan of Reva's plot in this episode. I thought she was really good in the last episode, but I thought it was probably the, week, the weaker aspect to the finale. Yeah, I didn't actually quite understand what her motivations were, to be honest. I kept saying that to you last night. I was like, "What? why is Reva going after Luke in the first place? Like, what, is, what does she gain by killing him? Does she even know that Luke's Anakin's son? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. That's what I don't get. Yeah. It was the only bit of the finale that I didn't particularly like. It still had its good moments. It was cool seeing uh, Owen and Baru defending the, the famous Lars Homestead. Yeah, we can kick ass, can't we? I mean, kick butt. It's, no, I can accept that. Oh, okay. The, they are aging, though. Particularly Baru. You can picture Joel Egerton turning into a new hope. Owen, but do you not think Baru just looks far too young for that 10-year age gap? 
Look, those two, those two sons cause havoc in the skin. Okay, like she also didn't have factor fifty, so <laughs> she just dried it that wee tiny bit too much. It was good for her to have some screen time and for Owen to get more screen time because he was quite heavily billed for this show. Yeah, and Baru was like the the brave one. Like she was like, I'm not going anywhere. We just got a, we just got a like from someone. Chris Arden, thank you, Chris. Oh, hello, Chris. Sorry, my cat's in the way of the camera there. Um, something I thought was really nice just watching it back was you really can see the the love and affection that Owen and Baru have for Luke, and they really do treat him. Because the, the relationship between Owen and Luke and A New Hope is quite frosty, but it's quite, you can see the, the kind of love here. Yeah, definitely. It does it is add, fleshes out the characters a bit more, because... And you, and you hope you don't really see much of them, like you said, just kind of see wee snippets and then they're crispy. Just got a wee comment from Chris there. Hi, Chris. Turning the, the late late night crew. Hope you enjoy Kenobi. That's, the, that's just the ticket. So, yeah, yeah, my mum started watching Kenobi. Yeah. That's really weird. She came out of the dish like, Oh, I was start watching Kenobi. I really, I really like it. I was like, I was just looking like. I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are flocking to it just for you, McGregor. To be fair. Yeah, I would. <laughs> if I was a Star Wars fan, I would. So, well, we just Jake. We should just talk about the the kind of Tatooine aspect and get that out of the way, since that is the weaker part of the episode overall. Sure. Yeah. Let's get all the the chaff at the start. So. Eventually, Viva tracks Luke down and is about to execute him, but then she has flashbacks to, like, essentially the same thing happened to her, and there's, like, a kind of parallel between her and Anakin. But, yeah, I still don't really understand. If anyone's watching this and understands Viva's motivations, Chris, because you're the only one watching right now, if you've got any ideas, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't. I don't understand what her motivation was whatsoever. Um, like, and she's been so cold-hearted throughout this whole thing. I've not seen like a point where she should change that. Like, I'm, like she's like cutting people's hands off, like Willie and Ellie. She was like, um, not afraid to like kill whole families and things like she was saying. Mm. And then she just suddenly has this change of heart for like no reason. I've not really seen a point where she's like turned into a good, not a good person, but she's lost her edge. Do you think Obi-Wan got to her a wee bit? But I don't really think Obi-Wan said much that would cause her to be merciful, you know what I mean? Like, mm. he just knows that she was in Order 66. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe someone will come out and explain Reva's arc a bit, because it was a bit confusing, and it shouldn't really be confusing. Yeah. I'm sure it's what? bigger in the grand scheme of things, maybe, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't for me. Um, what did you What did you make of young Luke? I don't mind him. I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, didn't have much to do, but um, yeah, just weird that all this stuff's happened to them, like Leia and Luke, and it doesn't really seem to get mentioned at all. And like, I know obviously, like old trilogy, they would never know this stuff was going to happen, but. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like a lot of stuff like Luke's getting... I don't know if Luke ever seen the lightsaber, like Reva having the lightsaber, but... No, he uh, didn't. 
Um, yeah, I was watching. He never actually saw the lightsaber. Yeah, okay, so you wouldn't know what it was anyway. That keeps the mystery of the lightsaber intact. Got you. Okay. And there, she, there was a lot. Sorry. Did she bury her lightsaber? Just throw it in the sand. I don't think she buried it because remember I mentioned something about like the amount of lightsabers that are going to be buried in the desert. Yeah. The Jawas just must have a wee metal detector just going around trying to find them. Uh, my dad made a joke about using his metal detector and going around and finding them. Yeah. I think this must be too late for Stuart tonight because he's he's not on the line. Stuart? Father. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Game. It's a shame. I think there's quite a lot of... People might have different views on it, but I think there's quite a lot of lines now that have... A different feeling now with some of the original trilogy lines. Yeah, like well, like how so? So, like, obviously the when I left you, I was but the learner now, and the master. So obviously Obi Wan defeated him in this episode. By the way, this is a spoiler review for anyone listening. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it does make sense that he did get battered, and then he obviously thinks he's then the master. See the line about Obi Wan once thought as you did. Yeah. How how do you feel that played out in this series? Uh, yeah, I thought it played out pretty well because Obi Wan's obviously very regretful the way things turned out and kind of tried to, I think, try to get him to see. The good in himself and he just wasn't having it yeah because obi-wan was basically apologizing and then oh, he did apologize, didn't he? yeah he did apologize and then he said like you didn't kill anakin it was me sort of thing so that's a good moment to talk about that scene which i think is one of the strongest scenes in maybe all of star wars is that exaggerating yeah i think it's a fair point to say like in this day, this day and age, with all the kind of content coming out, there's not a lot of hard hitting stuff. But when I was watching, I was just kind of like, like wow. So I, I called that before we started watching the episode that Vader's mask was going to get split because it was obviously a good opportunity to see Hayden Christensen and yeah. how how well done was the the bit where it's like his voice and his eye. And then transitioning back and forward from Vader's voice, I think that was a bit quite a lot of people I spoke to liked. Yeah, I really liked that. It was such, it was such a, a good way you could just see him kind of like battling with his like inner self kind of thing, like Anakin and Vader just mm. weren't not sure what the kind of dominating dominant dominant dominant. Uh, Use your words, Paul. It was dominant. It was. It was very emotional that scene. Just actually seeing, because obviously you saw Hayden in the back to tank and stuff, but this one, this time you could actually really see it was him because there wasn't as much makeup. I felt. Yeah, yeah, the eye. Because in the back to tank, you could I couldn't yeah. really make it was him. Uh, but Daniel, before that, even though they had a, a, such a good fight. Daniel's watching, so hey, Daniel. Hey, Dan, the man. What's happening? That's why right. really you are usually our uh, guest who appears regularly. It's pretty much one of us. Yep. 
We've actually got four people watching at the the time of quarter past eleven. So thank you to the people that are watching. Give us a wee shout if you're there. Um, there is a bit I've actually got the scene on right now with the the mask. Did, I really like the the blue and the red light. Ah, yeah, yeah. Is that when when Darth Vader starts taking over? It goes red. Well, Obi Wan's face is kind of got blue. His face is in blue. Yeah. And then Vader's face is in red. I thought Vader had a wee bit of blue on him at one point when he was talking, and then it goes to mm. red. No. I would need to I would need to check yeah. that check that bit maybe, again. Maybe talking minutes, though. There is uh I can't no, nah, I'm not gonna ruin something I was gonna say would ruin Rebels an episode of Rebels for you, so I'm not gonna ruin it unless you want oh, me to. Yeah. Just do it, just do it. Do you want me to? Yep, yeah. So spoilers for the Rebels TV show, by the way, for anyone who's not seen it. Ahsoka actually does the exact same thing to Vader near the end of season two. She actually takes off the other half of his mask. So it's quite interesting that Obi-Wan knocked off the left-hand side and Ahsoka knocked off the right-hand side. God, his helmet budget must be horrendous. And in a video I watched, a review I watched, they made quite a nice deal that neither Ahsoka nor Obi-Wan completely removed the helmet, and it was Luke who ultimately was the only one that did that. Ah, showing his complete, uh, complete turn. And there's, do you know how they were talking about each of these episodes mirroring like their counterpart movie? Yeah. One of the main bits from this one, again, I, I didn't come up with this. It was one of the breakdown videos I watched. Was well, you would have noticed it at the time when Obi Wan says he's going to go face Vader alone. It's quite like when Luke goes off to see uh, fight Vader alone as well. Yeah. And obviously, and obviously the episode being a lot about redemption. Or yeah. sort of re redemption for Vader. So there's uh, that as well. Alright, I'm just talking about the helmet, helmet scene as well. That's um, pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. But it's, I think... Um, like the fight, the fight is really good. I really enjoyed the fight because, like, they're really you can tell they're both kind of going at it, like, really full mm -hmm. force. But do I think the force powers are a bit kind of like dialed up to like 200 in this one like MCU level with all the flying rocks? Yeah, because I feel like if Obi Wan could do that in like the Clone Wars, then he could just like pick up a bunch of rocks and destroy like hundreds of droids. Yeah. True, but it's you McGregor, so he gets a pass. Yeah, I just thought, I just thought, and like they're forced pushing each other for like miles. Mm. I know, I know, Obi Wan did that to Reva in the last episode as well. Yeah, uh, so it's like a video game. Yeah, but I, I'm not annoyed by it. I just thought I wasn't sure if it was maybe because of maybe the emotion of the situation that maybe their force powers have become more powerful or not. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I just thought it was a an interesting point. I wasn't I was just something I was interested in. I wasn't sure. <clears throat> Got a couple of comments from Daniel here. So he said such a great episode. So Daniel, we're hoping this one. This one. This one, yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping Joby one. We'll we'll hopefully have him on at some point to discuss. And he also said 
Kenobi went full God mode towards the end of the fight. Yeah, I take it. I take it those rocks must have been like volcanic rocks that just kind of crumbled into powder. Because like, if you're getting battered by rocks, mm. like you put well more hurt. So they just yeah, seem like. Sorry, it, anyway. It did. Um, it did weaken Vader quite a bit because not long after that, um, Obi Wan took out his chest plate. Yeah, yeah, and he does the the big wall run and slashes his helmet. I like to see him when Obi Wan got kind of buried with the rocks and then Vader had the high ground. I'm quite glad they didn't make that a line. That that I, was been, I was sitting there, I was like, he's going to say it, he's going to say uh, it. That, that would have maybe a wee bit too cheesy. But I liked when he was down there and he was, there was like, he was remembering bits of dialogue from the prequels and earlier in the show and they were kind of mingling them together. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, that was quite well done. Yeah, because I wasn't sure... I didn't realize like, when they first started happening. I thought he was just buried. I didn't realize he was holding the rocks up. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was good to see him kind of come back and like Daniel saying, "Go full God mode and just get like his full like get his strength back and just get motivated because he didn't want it to happen again." My good friend Mikey said made a point. He thought uh, that was the perfect moment for Qui Gon to appear. When Obi Wan was trapped under the rocks, maybe as like a like motivation. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he'd be sitting there going, Obi Wan, I'm sorry I picked that boy. I was wrong. It'd have been interesting to see the Anakin Vader hybrid see Qui Gon's ghost, wouldn't it? Eh, maybe. But I don't know because obviously, like, that got the ball rolling, but in. All actual realness, all actual realness. What am I even talking about? Uh, in all fairness, like Anakin didn't really know Qui Gon that well, so I don't know if it really impacted him that much. I just know, like, it obviously saved him from slavery, but mm. in the grand scheme of things, he probably only knew him for maybe a few days. Yeah, time's always a bit weird in Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, who knows how long these hyperspace jumps were. Did Anakin, maybe I'm forgetting which character was which, but did Anakin not speak to, spoilers for the Clone Wars, Qui-Gon's ghost? Or was it Obi-Wan that spoke to Qui-Gon's No. So, was it on Mortis? Uh, the Mortis arc? Uh, I think Obi-Wan spoke to Qui-Gon. Yeah. I knew, I knew somebody... I knew somebody... spoke to the ghost. I remembered it. Yeah. I'm sure so, it was Obi-Wan. Have we got anything else to add about this kind of portion, like the fight and the, the dialogue? Uh, well, obviously, I'd like to have known uh, what planet it was on, just out of curiosity. I'm sure somebody will know, like, one of the more clued up people will know for definite. Um, it was quite a wee barren kind of planet, but I think you said last night... Uh, you thought it was just so they could focus on the fight instead of getting distracted by the visuals of the planet itself. Yeah, there's two ways to look at it because, like, the Mustafar fight in Revenge of the Sith was particularly memorable because of the the visuals of the of the lava. But I can see see what they were going for as well. Yeah, just I wish we... I just wish in this series that they'd done more exploring into other 
kind of planets because every planet bar Dayu in the second Dayu in the second episode have all been kind of your fairly kind of dusty kind of sandy nondescript planets haven't they yeah I guess it's more of a character driven show and that they want yeah. to keep the focus on Obi-Wan and Vader so maybe that was what they were thinking of but yeah they're not really planets that you would instantly remember like Naboo or Utapau ones that just come to mind yeah. quite quickly. Alderaan was quite quite visually appealing. Yeah, it was nice to spend a bit of time there. We comment from Daniel again. I find it interesting that Kenobi left Vader alive for a second time instead of just finishing him off repeating past mistakes. Yep, he just keeps it's his fault. For, like Obi Wan just doomed everybody. I just I don't think he could do it, even though Anakin had basically said that. Or Vader said that Anakin didn't exist anymore. I just don't. I still don't think he was so emotional. He was, he was like crying when he was talking to Vader in that scene. I just don't think he could bring himself to do it. I know. I know. Do you think it was weird watching this episode, knowing that like nobody was really the only people that were in jeopardy of dying was maybe Reva and possibly some of the rebels on the transport if they hadn't got away at the start. I think I'm just used to it by now. See, like, watching the prequels. Yeah, watching the prequels, I've kind of just got used to the fact. And you're not really... The the drama doesn't come from, like, who's going to die. It's more, like, what's going to happen, who's going to say what, what new interesting things you're going to find out. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. There's... The way the way Disney was going when they were killing all our favorite characters off in the the sequel trilogy, I thought, no, not no, and our luck to probably go and try and kill Obi Wan as well, just for some reason. There was there's just so much to unpack in that scene. One of the bits I loved when just after Anakin said that it was him that killed Anakin. What? <laughs> no, Anakin said that, or Vader said that. He <laughs> Anakin killed... said that Anakin killed Anakin. He, he killed him. Uh, but, but when Obi-Wan walked away and said, by Darth, and I felt that really filled that plot hole of why old Obi-Wan would call Vader Darth, because it didn't really make sense. Right, yeah. It's not a weird thing to say, though, isn't it? I got it. It was more like he finally accepts... I think that's when he finally accepts that Anakin is gone. And it does bring you... I've said this to you before, you should definitely watch A New Hope now you've watched that whole show because you do start viewing these small things totally differently. Like the Obi-Wan's line about, you know how you'd always talk about Anakin, eh, Vader killed your father or killed Anakin or whatever. Oh, that totally makes sense now. I didn't even think of it. It does make a lot more sense now because... and do you know how there was always the, the joke about Obi-Wan in the certain point of view? It was more Vader's view than Obi-Wan's view. Right, okay. Oh, I'm just watching the, the scene with old, old palps. Yeah, so I guess that's a useful moment to talk about the main cameos. So Palpatine... I don't. I wasn't really expecting Palpatine, if I'm honest, at this stage. Yeah, I thought. I thought if he was going to be in it, he'd be in it more. But yeah, yeah. I quite liked it. It's good to see old E. McDermott doing the business. 
and they looked a lot like Revenge of the Sith. Palpatine. One of the, my favourite changes to the originals was when they put Ian McDermott into the Empire Strikes Back hologram scene. Yeah, instead of the old Emperor that looked. Just... Just that Emperor doesn't really make any sense and obviously Ian McDermott was in Return of the Jedi as well when he was in his 30s or 30s which I find really funny. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> He's the same age as us probably when he was under all the makeup. But he's so good though. He's so good. Yeah, so it was good. It's good seeing him. And although it's at the end of the episode, how how great was it seeing Qui-Gon again? I know, yeah. We'd been wanting it for like the past four episodes, but we finally finally got there just at the last closing seconds. And he basically says that Obi-Wan's like, What took you so long? I would say you you I was waiting for you to be ready to see me or something like that. Yeah. That, that to me that was a really meta moment that was that was to the fans like you've waited this long i don't think you were ready to to see us yet but but i thought i thought it sounded really like weirdly irish like too irish like well, he is irish. i know he, i know he is irish but qui-gon doesn't speak like that in the prequels i thought his hair looked a bit weird can you not try out different styles in the afterlife? No, I just thought it looked a bit. I thought it looked a bit weird, but it was great to see him. Daniel says, "Great way to end the series." How just happy did Obi Wan look to see Qui Gon though? See his smile; it was just like it just made just made me smile seeing him. So happy to see him. Yeah, and he got and he got his uh, hello there in. Yeah, the. Do you not also feel that Obi-Wan's smile there was just such a genuine, like, I don't know if he would have filmed it with Liam Neeson in the room, probably didn't, but I just took it as like he was really happy to see him as well. <laughs> you never know, they might have done it that way, but uh, yeah, it did seem, seem give, just give him the Oscar now, it's fine. So you were, talking about, you were talking about the infamous hello there scene, so Maybe worth just men talking a wee bit about Owen and uh, Obi Wan's troublesome relationship. Yeah, it seems to have kind of resolved itself, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it obviously doesn't. Obi Wan, Obi Wan is going to give him distance and not push to train. Look, hmm. which I think was like a quite a good thing, showing that Ben's not stuck to his old ways. Like he just gonna let things be trying like every day live the way they want to kind of thing rather than live the jedi order way well he's so he's so calm and all of his interactions at the end of the episode he's obviously found that peace and it was interesting that that was the very first time that he ever spoke to luke because he's like i'll introduce you yeah but does luke not in the original think does he, does he say he spoke to ben for knows ben yeah, but there's still another 10 years. Like, he's been introduced now. Now there's another 10 years till A New Hope, so there's plenty of scope there. And I'm pretty sure there's plenty of comic books that have filled in some of those gaps. Yeah. I was I was wondering how all this was going to play out because I think I said this a couple of weeks ago that I thought there's going to be some sort of, like, Jedi mind trick to kind of wipe, to wipe the memories of, like, Luke and Leia because, like, Leia's been on this crazy adventure with Obi-Wan, but like it's never seemed to have been addressed mm. later. 
Right, well, we'll come to we'll come to Leah. I, I wanted to keep that as like a portion on its own because there's quite a lot to unpack there on the whole. Just God, you're organised. No, I just we kind of stayed away from the Leah side of things, but I think there was a lot of great scenes. Okay. And there, I just wanted to get your opinion on the Obi Wan's gift to Luke. Do you know? I think it's just a wee bit weird that he's given him like a Star Wars toy in the Star Wars show because I've got I've got that Skyhopper like chip yeah it just seemed a bit what did you I, think it's going, it's going to be alongside lola this year's christmas christmas uh trending toy so i can sell it for a big markup then yeah definitely original is it out the box? Fair, not mint to be fair though despite what i said it is in a new hope so the Toy already does exist. I just don't know if Obi Wan giving him it was a wee bit fan servicey. Ah, I don't see anything wrong with. It. Had to come from somewhere. Why not him? That's funny. It, should, it does add a wee bit more weight to it as well. Yeah. No. We, we also saw Obi Wan kind of packing up his cave house at the end of this episode, so probably going to move into his his home in a new hope. Yeah. What was in the box? Oh, nothing. They just kind of came back lugging it. I'm not sure. Uh, Daniel just said, "We, you see, look with the toy in a new hope." Yeah, I did. I added that one laterally. Um, obviously, this is probably make more sense to say at the end. But season two, one, do you think it'll happen? Two, or one, do you want it to happen? Two, do you think it will happen? Right, for me. Yes, I would like it to happen, but I don't see any reason for it to happen. I'm a wee bit even more mixed than that. Like, I would love it to happen, and having another season of the show would be great. But I don't know. I feel like they wrapped it up pretty perfectly, and I don't think they can bring Vader back into the mix unless it's just them having like a kind of more of a mental kind of sensing each other i don't think they can meet again yeah forced i had yeah uh no i know what you mean because like if they did meet again then it would just be deja vu all over again they would need to make up some sort of convoluted plot like something really strange for them to have to leave tattooing because you can't just have them run about tattooing again Doing stuff and he didn't really run about Tatooine in this show. No, but I mean, I mean, like, because like all the other shows, like Boba Fett and us, all been Tatooine. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna counter that. I would be quite happy with a season of him learning from Qui Gon, maybe learning from Yoda, ultimately leading into becoming, being able to become a Force Ghost, but also maybe getting a bit more involved in Tatooine, like maybe saving Luke from the Tuscans, maybe in Mos Eisley doing some bits. Don't know. Uh, I wouldn't like, mention that because we didn't really spend that much time on Tatooine. I don't know, but I feel like, like if there was to be something like where he's getting trained by Qui Gon and Yoda, I feel like you could wrap that up in an episode. I don't think you'd need to string it out. And like, if you're having like wee side adventures in Tatooine, I don't know. I think I would be pretty. I don't know, disinterested. I, if it was just, I I need something bigger picture to be working towards, but. I don't you still think be, you still be like in him. You still be he, sorry, there you go. Sorry. 
You'd still be tuning in every week, though, wouldn't you? Oh, aye, definitely. <laughs> um, unless he has something to do with the path, or the path has something to do with him. Because yeah. I feel like that's, that's a good... That's just something there to be um, utilised. Mm-hmm. A couple of comments from Daniel. If they were to do a second season, it would just be for fun servicing. Then he said, fan. Um, not that I would be complaining about a second season. I'm the same. I'd obviously love it, as would Paul. But, yeah, they have to get the story right. Yeah, I think they need, they need to leave Luke and lay out of it. Mm. I don't know. I just don't know how they would work it so that it would be interesting and relevant to the bigger picture. Now's a good time to segue into Leia. Then it'd also be quite good, I think, to talk about the path because that was something that we hadn't really talked about yet. Overall, views on Leia across the season and and this episode? Yeah. To be honest, I really, I really liked her. I liked the wee actress that played her, and she was really like, I don't know how you say it. Like she was just really like mischievous, but she was also like very passionate. She stood up for what she believed in, kind of thing, yeah. which is like very Leia esque. And I, I've got no complaints. I thought she played the part really well. And we'd like to see her again and more things if she's going to carry on. We mentioned that I don't think it's that unlikely a, a young Leia series, maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It'd just be her debate, like a law show debate in the Senate. She's, no, there's a lot of good, like, there's a novel set after Return of the Jedi called Bloodline, which is really, really good. And it's all about the. New Republic finding out that Leia's Darth Vader's daughter and the political fallout from that is actually really interesting. That's way off in the future, isn't it? Not? I know. I'm just giving an example of right. Leia content. Aye. But no, I thought she had a really good... And she, I thought her scene with Ian McGregor was really good. Like yeah. him, if you want to kind of talk... You probably remember it better than me, talking about uh, her parents. Yeah, so obviously there's an... There's a bit in an earlier episode where he alludes to knowing her parents a wee bit and he kind of lies about it and then he admits it. But he quite very lovingly describes uh, Padme and Anakin and their their qualities and how he sees them in Leia. And I think all, all, I think all those kind of scenes, all those discussions with Leia and Obi-Wan really hit the spot. They're also, it's... He's talking about Anakin. Obviously, now that he's he's accepted that Anakin is truly gone, he's now talking about him lovingly again, as the, yeah. the guy, as the guy he remembered, mm-hmm. which I thought was yeah. nice. Preserving uh, his memory. What's that? Sorry, preserving his memory. Yeah, and. I loved the line when Leia said, will I ever see you again? That mirrored Anakin's line in Phantom Menace to Shmi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realise that until you said it. And you like, said the line. I was like, what line? <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely love that one. And uh, what's quite sad, because they have such a nice bond in this show, apart Apart from Obi Wan seeing Leia on the hologram, they don't actually come face to the face again. I think that's maybe the last time, because 
Sad, yeah. Obi-Wan and Leia don't... Because Obi-Wan's fighting Vader on the Death Star when Leia is running with Chewie, etc. onto the Falcon. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a shame. That is a shame. And that's yeah. and you're saying that's why... Is that why she called Ben Ben? So... There's a few there's a few bits here um that Obi-Wan and Leia say if they see each other again, it's got to be a secret. And I saw somebody theorizing that that's why she is quite formal with them in the hologram. Yeah, as if she didn't know him. And as you said, you said Leia's got to forget all these things, but when they arrive on the Death Star, when Luke arrives to save Leia in a new hope. She exclaims like Ben Kenobi, where is he? And like she's really excited. Right, okay. And st- something someone else pointed out. I really wish I could remember who the people are, but thank you to the people. At least I'm not claiming it's my own um, observations that she knows him as Obi Wan and Ben. She recognizes yeah. both names. Yeah. Which, which she would only know if she knew him. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think, and it's the bit that could have went really wrong. I think they did the foreshadowing of future lines really well. I think a lot of them work a lot better now and they have a lot more meaning. Yeah. It's crazy to think that you can tie everything together from shows that shows and movies and that that are like 40 years apart and all that. It's mental, isn't it? I think it's just, I like Guinness set everything in stone. Like, he is. His performance as Obi Wan and A New Hope is up there with the best I've ever seen in any movie. Aye, you've been up there, are you? Oh, I love Alec Guinness. Do you not think he's just amazing as delivery and A New Hope? Pretty good. So, does that mean he's going to be number one? Maybe the top ten actors at some point? <laughs> I don't know. I just I've always I, I I didn't just jump on like the Hugh McGregor bandwagon, although I did obviously love him in. The prequels of I've always loved just Obi Wan as a character, yeah. And there, there was a nice image. I think I shared it on Facebook earlier. It was like Obi Wan through the years. So it was like Phantom Menace Obi Wan, Mullet Obi Wan, this oh. Obi Wan, old Obi Wan, and like the different Clone Wars variations as well. Yeah. No, it's a uh, he's had a he's had a hell of a hell of a run. Yeah, and I think Leia's involvement in the show was a hundred percent necessary because we spoke about this in our first review that there was absolutely nothing else that would have taken obi-wan off planet in my opinion apart from one of the twins yeah no yeah you called it straight off the bat when you said that and yeah i totally i totally agree with that there was be something need to be something crazy for him to leave his task of uh garden look i know in between times i have said that she maybe outstayed her welcome a wee bit but i've see the scenes with obi-wan in the last episode i've i've kind of flipped on that it was worth keeping her around for those those conversations at the end yeah no i I did think she was gonna get when she got rescued i thought that was gonna kind of be the end of it but um she did kind of have we um, useful bits and pieces, uh, but I'm kind of glad she did get shifted towards out of the focus of the 
the main fight in this last episode. Yeah. How good was it seeing the bridge, the the, the Star Destroyer bridge at the start? Yeah, with the, the chase music. The chase music. Oh, it was brilliant. I love it. And then it's like the Grand Inquisitor was like, oh, we could snuff out the rebellion right now because Obi-Wan takes a drop ship to separate from mm. the the main rebels and Darth Vader's just like, no, we're going after Obi-Wan. Yeah. The the Grand Inquisitor had a really small part in this episode, but I think his character was more of a a wee bit of a red herring. Like you thought he was going to be like the main bad after Vader, but he was kind of like the fall guy for for Reva's story. Yeah, he got benched quite because I thought he was going to be like you were saying. I thought he was going to be like a massive part of this because I've not seen Rebels, uh, a lot of Rebels, and uh, I thought he was going to be like a major major part because everyone's so excited to see him. And you got really sidelined. Yeah. I thought it was good, though. Like, all the controversy over the shape of his head, I thought he actually worked out quite well. No, I had no problem with him. I thought he was quite... uh, Just the the way he talks, it's very eerie, isn't it? I love his voice, yeah. Weaver's still alive. Weaver's still alive. And he's still alive, yeah. No, Reva's still alive. Oh, Reva's still alive. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen to her? It's going to spin into a spin-off. I don't know. Acolyte. No, Acolyte set before Phantom Menace. Uh, okay. Plague is yeah. rumoured for that. Reva, Reva did kind of grow on me as the series went on. Obviously, this last episode, I wasn't really sure what her motivations were or what... Mm the point was because you said last night that maybe she was going after Vader's kids because uh, like all the kids at the temple were killed but then we're like she doesn't notice Vader's kids and Vader doesn't notice his kids so why is she going after Luke in the first place I don't have a Scooby no. honestly, I honestly don't I'm not sure at all yes it's a bit of a pain in the backside trying to figure it out but yeah well I'm sure some do have a good, a good uh, theory. I think I forgot to. I tried to, but I think I forgot to post the stream on my Facebook. It's there now, but I thought I posted it earlier. Oh, oh well. That really be helped, can it? Yeah. To be fair, it is quite late. What time is it? It's ten to twelve. Yeah. So how many people are going to be jumping on? It's been good to discuss it. Uh, just one last bit about the the path. Your thoughts on that part of the storyline? Yeah, I thought we we're going to see somebody from the like somebody who made it through. Like Quinlan Voss got mentioned hmm. uh, in another episode, and I thought he make it make an appearance. I think some of us thought Mace Windu was possibly going to make I've an never, appearance. I've never been on the Mace Windu's live bandwagon. Like Samuel Jackson can make it happen. I don't want it, honestly. I don't want it. Yeah. Well, it is. It does kind of cheapen, cheapen the idea that um, that Luke was the kind of last Jedi after Obi Wan gets killed in A New Hope and that, and but so there's other Jedi hiding out there somewhere. Yeah, but the way I view it, they'll all meet their end by the original trilogy. Yeah, they probably might, and they probably they might have cut themselves off from the force, anyway. 
because it like they've gave up their lightsabers and their robes and stuff. Because I view it as like Order sixty six was the start of the Great Jedi Purge, but I think this twenty year gap is is like where it all happened. So Vader and the Inquisitors. Yeah, probably. Our good friend Andrew Strachan pointed something out to me today. I didn't. I didn't realize that the. I can't remember his the character's name. Ice Cube son. Oh, um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Did you know that was Ice Cube's son? Yeah, I did not know that. Because I'm sure he plays Ice Cube in Straight Out of Compton. Not seen that. What's his character's name again? Um, is it Rake? 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 It's not Roken or something. Yeah. So yeah, it was quite interesting seeing the 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 mum and the son who were in the second episode with. Yeah. Haja, is that his name? Haja. Yeah. Haja. What was your view on his character? I don't know. I find it weird that Obi Wan just suddenly trusts him with everything, mm. considering he was trying to swindle everybody out at the start. Like he just seemed like such a shady character, and then he's just like Obi Wan trusts him like with his lightsaber, with saving Leia, keeping Leia safe. Um, like if it was me, I'd be like, he's going to sell her at the first opportunity. Is it much different than Lando getting to fly the Falcon like a, a few months after uh, turning Han over to the Empire? Yeah, that's very true, actually. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's what came to my mind when you were saying that there. Yeah. Well, swindlers are obviously not that bad in, in this galaxy. They're just, they're good people at heart. They're just money, credit hungry. I don't think. Star Wars introduced things by accident. I think the path could be a future show or at the very least novels and comic books. Some of them yeah, explored more. Yeah, there must be some interesting stories of going through the path. There's a, a novel based around Quinlan Voss called Dark Disciple. I've not, not read it, but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, Hank, does he not fall in love with Adventures? Yeah. It's meant to be really good. You, I know you always say you're not a big reader, but there's a lot of great Star Wars novels. Like uh, the one I mentioned, Bloodline's good, but uh, Lost Stars. I've mentioned it to you before. It's like two friend, two childhood friends who become lovers. Who one's an imperial and one's a, a rebel, and it's all about their relationship on either side of the war. And it they they visit loads of like the famous battles and stuff from the original trilogy. It's really good. Yeah, reading is not my strong. I've still got in. Is it Inferno Squad? The mm-hmm. one from Battlefront Two. Yeah, I've got that. And I've still not read it. I think I read the first couple of chapters and then fell off. So, rating for this episode, we won't rate the whole season in this podcast because I think we might have more one to come. Another one yeah. to come. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. What did I give the last one? I gave the last one. Yeah, your last one went nine, didn't I? Maybe. I think so. I'm going to give this one an eight point five. Okay, how come? I really, I, I really did like it. I, I was really, I really enjoyed the fighting. Uh, I just felt like so. The first half was like really, 
action packed, which is like to my suiting. Like, I really like the action. I wasn't too keen on the rocks. I thought the rocks was a bit weird. Um, is that the rocky part for you? That was the rocky, rocky part. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a hill to climb to get over it. Um, yeah. Cats. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then it, it did slow down. It was quite sentimental towards the end, which I liked, but it was just a bit slow for me getting around it all. But um, and Reva's subplot kind of did uh, just confuse me a little. If it if it had done if it had done a bit better, explained it a bit better what she was doing, then I might have rated it higher. But yeah, eight point five for me, bud. I'm actually going to go the exact same. I didn't want to put it eight. Because it seemed quite low because I did really enjoy it. It was the Reva subplot that just didn't make much sense. Yeah. That that was literally the main bit for me. I didn't mind it because remember I, I was talking about it that the nice scenes between Obi Wan and Leia, Obi Wan and Luke and Owen and Obi Wan and Qui Gon, they couldn't have happened at the start of the episode before the big fight. Yeah. Because if you if you have the big fight right to the end, then you've not got time to have all these nice characters and conversations. Yeah. So I felt like it had to be done that way. Yeah. I understand uh, what you mean. It'd be nice to finish on it. But it really made I was, sense. Yeah, because there was like I kept getting you, you to check the time and it was like 20 minutes left. I was like, oh, there's oh, stuff that you by the way, can I just say like watching something with you is the most annoying thing in the world. Because I, I like to know what time I'm at in the episode, so I know how long's left. I just want to treasure, treasure much of it I can. I know. Um, the only so seeing the last episode, see if they just killed Reva and just left out that whole kind of subplot, and you could add more time with Vader and Obi Wan. I'd probably have much preferred that. Yeah, I agree. Because Obi Wan could still have, he could still have visited. Luke. Maybe. maybe yeah. Maybe like there was Tuscan Raiders. They mentioned Tuscan Raiders. Maybe Obi Wan's back on Tatooine near the end and looks in trouble, and Obi Wan saves them. Then they can still have that introduction yeah. and conversation. But even even Owen and that doesn't. I think Owen warms around him because Obi Wan's like, "Look, you're right. Look, just has to grow up and be himself. Just be a kid. Like he's not going to force him to." Like train them or anything like that kind of thing. You said force them. Yeah, well, like, you mean it was like when you we said no, no, no. Them. It was a Star Wars pun. Oh, pun right. Okay, sorry. I thought I had misspoken. I what was I going to say there? Can't remember. It's gone. So, oh yeah, that's what it was. Daniel gave it a ten. Daniel. Daniel was obviously a fan of the Reva subplot. Daniel's, Daniel's just too much ass off, Or maybe we just didn't understand it and it's us that's a problem. I could also be very true. We were contending with two dogs trying to eat chip and dip at the same time. And my allergies. And your allergies. Right, so we broke out 8.5 out of 10. I wasn't just copying you. I thought it was too low, but I couldn't really put it as high as I'd want to just because of the, the subplot. Yeah. Are we going to, I know we've milk this bantha dry are we going to do an episode ranking last week just to get back in the ranking game and give our overall thoughts maybe get a wee guest on 
Yeah, I'd I'd like that. I think that'd be good. I've actually already got there's only six episodes, so I've actually already got my ranking in my head. Uh going off my rankings, probably the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, off my rankings, off my ratings. Uh, we're hoping we're hoping to get back to maybe doing two a week next week. Hopefully, that some some uh, work related things are dying down. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll be monetizing soon, so I can buy a better laptop. It doesn't take half an hour to start up. Yeah, so we might potentially do a review of Lightyear next week if we can maybe try and go see it. Yeah, that'd be good. Quite looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, some people I've seen mixed things about it, but I'm keeping uh, an open mind. I've seen, I've seen mostly positive. Majority of positive actually. Yeah. Uh one last wee bit from Daniel there. Um the Vader Kenobi fight makes up for the Reva subplot. I get what you're saying. I just I think we try maybe just look at the overall episode rather than just the best bits. But it's all about opinions. Daniel's been blinded by the lightsaber light. <laughs> so that's the plan for next week. And Paul, you doing the plugs? No, you can do it. Um, okay, well, I'm terrible. if you're viewing live or have viewed live or will view not live in the future, then make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Give it a like. That helps us grow the channel. Check us out on other platforms if you desire, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the places where you get the podcast. Give us a wee follow on Instagram, a wee follow on Facebook, and a follow on Twitter, and listen to our nonsense. Um, looking forward to the future Star Wars content, Paul. There is another Lego one coming out. It's like a, it's like a summer holiday one. Oh, I've not seen the trailer yet. I know you sent me it, but I've not seen it yet. Funny. But our, our next big Star Wars thing is Andor in August, which isn't actually too far away. So looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we'll try and do some other shows and films and get some of our previous viewers back that we bored with the Star Wars content. Yeah. And if anyone has any suggestions for movies or anything, just give us a shout. And if anyone wants to jump on a podcast, then come along. Yeah. And we've got a lot of rankings and reviews already on the channel, so go check them out. Yep. Check out our old stuff. It's... Yeah, pretty much the same as this, just mediocre. Oh well. We enjoy it though, and some people watch it, so that that makes it work for you. Yeah. Right. Time to clock off and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah.